Hello, my name is Amy Toy, the host of Angel Answers with Amy Toy. Besides being a radio show host, I'm also an intuitive counselor who provides spiritual insight into matters of the heart. Are you confused about your love life? Thinking of getting a new job? Wondering about your purpose and why you are here? I work very closely with not only the angelic realm, but also those who have crossed over to the other side. All sessions are strictly confidential. I also offer long-distance healing sessions using angelic energy. This angelic energy, also known as Integrated Energy Therapy, IET, can be done through Skype or on the phone and helps you get the issues out of the tissues. For first-time clients only, I am offering a 20% discount. You can find me online on amytoyamytoy.com, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or email me at angelicamy35 at gmail.com or simply call 727-514-7323. May the angels carry you through, and this is for entertainment purposes only. And welcome to Angel Answers with Amy Toy. I have a very special guest, and also this show has been requested for my listeners in the 40 and over category, or starting over again. I have an expert in that area. Her name is Patricia Fuqua, and she is the founder of Dating Diamonds, a service that empowers women to meet the right man the second time around. She is the creator of the First Date to Soulmate program. Since 2008, she's helped over 500 women meet the right man by designing a personalized plan that she helps them implement. She's polished the art of relationship, especially in her 40-year marriage to her soulmate husband. Her strategy benefits men, too. After all, the more knowledge you have, the more you can thrive. And she is the author of the best-seller-belling book, Second Time Around, How to Date Your Right Man plus Manifesting Your Soulmate, both which are self-published. And she's astounded her colleagues with a record-breaking day at a whole life expo for helping women sort out their love lives. So she's been around. She's an expert. And she lives in Menlo Park, California, with her husband, Terry, and her daughter, Dafina. Welcome, Patricia. How are you today? I'm well, and thank you. This is a great pleasure to be talking to you today, Amy. It, well, we have a lot to talk about because, uh, like I said, I have a lot of friends in the over 40 category, including myself, that are just getting back out there. And that is your expertise. And so tell us a little bit about how you got involved. Um, are you a matchmaker, and how did you get involved with that? Well, I am a matchmaker, and that is something that is going to be um, implemented more efficiently later on in the year, but right now I'm focusing on doing dating coaching, and what I do is support women to meet and attract their right man, and I got involved in this because I wanted to do a career change from adult ed in the public school system to my own more niche thing with women over 40. So I started out with um, the Whole Life Expos because I knew I would meet a lot of women there and just uh, tap into what was on their hearts and minds and get really um, clear on what it is that they wanted uh, from a coach. And that's how I got started. And along the way, I was helping people who 
were getting back in the dating game, who had been living very comfortably, had launched their children, and had a great social lives, but they were starting to ask, where's my guy? You know, where's my right guy? I've been doing all of this wonderful things for my family and my friends, and so what about me? So I started to focus on helping them answer that question. That's, and that's a very, like I said, I had a friend of mine, we were walking on the beach one time, and she asked me, she's like, you have a radio show, don't you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, have you ever thought about doing something for the over 40 category, dating, getting back out there? I said, no. So when you came across uh, my uh, guest list, <laughs> I said, oh, definitely contact Kathy. <laughs> it was a good idea. <laughs> Her her prayer was answered, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was. <laughs> because, right. you know, people think, um, do you find that your clients are finding after 40, 50, 60, whatever age they are, that dating is difficult for them at those ages? or how Well, I'm finding them? that um, it's kind of like uh, with a bicycle, riding a bicycle. You never really forget how to ride it. But there's this rusty period where you have to get used to what your body now <laughs> as opposed to your body when you were 10 or 15 and uh, learn how to ride that thing again with your current sense of balance. So what I uh, find is that women are a little bit at loss if they haven't been dating. And if they have been dating they and haven't had much success, there's a need for self-exploration a little bit just to get into present time because they're no longer that 20-year-old, you know, where it was easy just to go out and meet somebody or if they frequented bars, they don't want to do the bar scene generally. So it's about um, a strategy that helps them meet someone that they would want to be involved with over a long period of time, somebody who shares similar values, somebody who is uh, attractive to them today. And so that's what I do is I help them get that strategy. And generally what we do is we have to find out what it is that they want today instead of when they were, you know, much much earlier in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you evolve and change after a marriage or two, and like you said, launch children. I like that. That's very true. <laughs> yes. Launch. Go away. <laughs> Just <kidding. Yeah. laughs> and they're in their careers, and they want to share the rest of their lives with somebody. What is the best story from your own personal life that has an underlying valuable lesson? Well, when I was raising our, our, my husband and I were raising our girls, I got into this um, kind of a, a, a stinking thinking mode because I had so much to do. I was juggling a career, the household, uh, my needs, my husband's needs, the girls' needs, and I just got burned out. And so I started to feel a little depressed. And I noticed that my thoughts were always like, oh, my God, I have one more thing to do. Everything was like a list. I wasn't enjoying my life that much, nor was I enjoying uh, my family, and it was just a whole bunch of responsibilities. And so I I, uh, realized that after I had started studying A Course in Miracles, that I had a choice 
to enjoy my life, to enjoy myself, or to keep thinking those stinking thoughts about, oh, my God, I have so much to do. And so when I started to shift my thinking and, and to start looking at the things that I enjoyed and that I liked and that, that were fun, then I started to feel better. And I raised myself out of that place of being so sad and so overwhelmed. And I thought, oh, my God, I have got to share this with women, that we have the power of choice. That's the most powerful thing that I could share with the strategy. And so as a result, that's what we do first, is we explore what is it that you want, how do you want to feel, and then we concentrate on moving ourselves up the emotional scale so that we can have choice about feeling good. Then we attract more great things, more happy things into our lives. Mm -hmm. And that is all important for the strategy that I share with women. It is very important because uh, one of the famous uh, quotes from The Course in Miracles, it's our, you know, shifting our perception from fear to love. And so if we can get in that love space, it's life's a lot better. Yes, it's a lot more fun. A lot more <laughs> it fun. <is. laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. So, I mean, describe uh, your favorite client uh, to our listeners. My favorite client tends to be um, someone who is comfortable in her career and who has launched her children. She usually has two or three kids. Someone who has had relationships before, so she's had enough variety to know what she likes and what she doesn't like, and someone who now is ready to meet and attract someone that she wants to spend the rest of her life with. And that's the kind of person that is so much fun to work with because now it's just about focusing and targeting what she really wants to experience this time. And designing the strategy to help her move her thoughts up to the appropriate feeling, as the Hicks would say. And then what starts to happen is that the men start to come to her. And it looks kind of like this particular story I wrote about in my bestseller book. The woman was sitting at... A, an outside cafe with her son who was home for the holiday and a fella drove by saw her and parked his car and came over to meet her they chatted for a bit and she used the strategy of conversational topics to find out what kind of man he was what values he had and at the end of this very short conversation he said well if you want to continue this, here's my number. And he wrote it on a napkin and passed it to her. And she said, okay. And they've been together for six years. So basically what I helped her do is just to position herself so that she was available and in a space where he could see her and then he could come over and meet her, and they could continue from there. So she, was, she didn't like the online um, sites that much, so we worked that particular angle for her. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't like the online sites, but then I've met so many clients that have met their mates through that. Right. So, you know, it, it's give or take. <laughs> well, you know, with the online sites, they're wonderful because they allow people to meet so many other, so, such a variety of folks that they wouldn't be able to meet ordinarily. That, you know. Yeah, I personally like them. I do. I yeah. feel like I've met, even if I just have a conversation with a guy, you know, I may have learned something, even if we don't go out or meet. It's just, and then you meet the jerks, too, and you learn. Your radar goes off. It's <laughs> all about it. learning, learning experiences. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> That's all it I is. mean, and, you know, dating doesn't have to be drudgery. Sometimes it's kind of fun. Like, oh, okay, who's going to message me today? What kind of person is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's, I, that's a fabulous attitude to have. It's fun, you know, like that anticipation, that in- desire is, is what is attracting what you really need or what you really want. Exactly, but I have clients that it's oh, such a drudgery to, to meet somebody. Well, are you alone now? Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> Let's shift that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta adjust that attitude because otherwise it is drudgery and you won't meet anybody that you really want to meet, right? I know. You'll just yeah, settle. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people settle too. And you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, what is the most valuable piece of information we should know within your experience expertise? Within my expertise, people should know that um they they are the controller. And so the idea is to, to be aware that their attitude and their feelings are the driver in their experience and to know that in their bones and to always be operating from what they really want to experience. So as a result, then the universe... And I believe in the law of attraction. The universe can say, oh, you want that experience? We'll give that to you, my beloved. And so that starts to come more and more into um, what they're experiencing with dating, with, with their love life, with their relationships. So each, each person needs to do some exploration and get really clear on really what are the things that she's thinking about the most because... That's the only way the universe can give you what you want is what you're thinking about the most, what you're focusing on the most. And we were discussing earlier that if it's, oh, my God, dating is such a drag. I hate opening up my my app or whatever it is, you know. The universe just says, oh, you want more drudgery? We'll give you that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I think in the 12 steps, somebody used to say, uh, you know, if you want misery, we'll refund your misery. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Whatever you want, you got it. (laughs) So, so, So we have to be very aware of where we're spending our time you know, what we're thinking about. And and if we want to be happy and joyous and meeting guys that are just fabulous people, then we have to think about what we like about men, you know, what what is attractive about them. So you can attract that instead of the other. Exactly. I mean, do you notice that you the more clear the client is with their... I don't want to say, do you have them do a list? Uh, I've heard a list. I've heard qualities, top ten deal breakers. What is your suggestion to people to get clear about what they really want? Pay attention to what is happening currently in their lives. 
and if it's working for them. And if it's not working for them, then that's not it. You know, mm-hmm. that's, not, that's not what you want to be spending your time on. And if that's not what it is, then what is it that you want to be spending your time and your thoughts and your feelings about? And so that's what we work on first, to get clear on that vision that you want to have in a relationship. And then we can align everything up with that so the universe can say, oh, you want this? Okay, let's give you that. (laughs) Exactly. If you want a guy that lives on the other coast of Florida, go for it. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I had a client say, I like long-distance relationships. I'm like, that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I had uh, a couple that uh, would meet um, in Zoom, you know, like once a week and eat at the same time, sharing uh, that visual with each other because they were bi-coastal, right? Oh, okay. So people are very, very creative these days when they want those long-distance relationships. Me, personally, I don't. No. <laughs> Not enough touching in there for me. I mean, Zoom is cool. <laughs> or Skype is cool, too, or FaceTime, or whatever they got these days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of visuals, but, you know, I like to be in touch with, with my guy. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why you've been married 40 years, so that, that's yeah. a lot for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What is your favorite quote and why? My favorite quote is, um, thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. And it sums up what we've been talking about here, which is what we focus on, that's what shows up. And it's such a simple but powerful quote. And that's what I like about it, is that we have the choice of what we think about. It may take some practice to really... um, move ourselves up when we're feeling like I was depressed because I was thinking about all the horrible things that I didn't like going on in my life. But once we get the hang of saying, oh, well, it's, it might be horrible in this way, but I really like the way such and such is going, and then focus on the way such and such is going, then we can move ourselves to a place where we're attracting more and more of what it is that we really, really enjoy. Hmm. Yes, that's that's very true. It's it's that's correct. It's like, yeah, the more you're in that heart space of love and I don't want to say enjoy and bliss, the better off. You're going to attract that right person. It's mm-hmm. it's when you're in that space of love. Like my friend says, go play in the space of love. I'm like, really? It's like, is that going like the plane in traffic? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> the way she says it is like, get off the phone, Amy. <laughs> go play. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yes. But no, it's, it's playing in love. It's, it's funny, but feeling love is what I'm... What I mean. Yeah. What What is the best book you've read, and what was the number on one idea that you learned from it? The best one that I've read is The Course in Miracles, and the number one idea was The Power of Choice. Uh, I'm not a victim of circumstance. I'm not um, at 
the wheel of whatever, you know, I'm not rolling over in the face of life, which is a big old steamroller or anything like that. I have a choice of how I respond to whatever is going on, and that choice determines my sense of power and control. I like to be in control, and I like to have a sense of power that, you know, I can make a difference in in the way things turn out. And so that sense that I have the choice, that I can do this, I have been given this, and I can do it, is is uh, the most important idea that came out of A Course in Miracles. You know, when I was, because I've been, I've studied many, you know, thought forms and that, and that's when I felt like I had a choice in that moment to be a victor or a victim. Mm-hmm. And when I could choose that in that moment, and I could choose gratitude as well to lift me out of that bad mood, that was very empowering, and people don't get that. They, they're externally controlled, where they let external outside forces control them when it's really internal. Yes, yes. And that people need to realize that. It's, it's all important, because if we don't, then, you know, we don't realize that it's be, the, the sense and direction of our life is in our little dainty hands, or not so dainty hands. <laughs> we can't go around blaming people anymore, right? Yeah. No. No. No, I can't, I can't blame my parents for, the, for the, the choices I've made 30, 40 years later. Uh-uh, no. I, I can't blame my ex-husband. You know, people say, well, he did this to me, he did that, and that, that, that. Okay. Yeah. All right, you're still living in that story, so we can't help you right now. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to recognize that it's a story, and we can change the story, you know? You, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, you learn from it. It sounds like you take those experiences from your uh, from your clients and help them utilize that or and implement that into their their present circumstances. Exactly, because the story is so important. The story that we tell ourselves is so, so, so important. People just don't realize generally how important it is because it can keep us stuck in a, a place where we really don't want to be. Or we can move ourselves out of that stuck place and into fun and happiness and joy. It's, it's our choice. It is. And also, you know, being stuck is a choice, too. Mm -hmm. Being stuck is a choice, too. I have no control over my circumstances. I'm stuck right now. And you're like, really? How are you stuck? Unless you're choosing that. Let's see, it's a choice. Uh, I just, I like to pound that into my listeners' heads sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a very, very important concept. You know, it truly is. And so when we can accept it, then the empowerment starts to flow. It's, it's like we are in this place of a constant stream of well-being. I'm believing that the universe wants us to be happy, wants us to feel loved, wants to give us things that make us happy. And so when we figure out that, oh, this is the way things really work, I'm the one in charge, and I have the choice. Uh-huh. Then our lives can start to rock and roll in a way that we're smiling more and and having more fun. And that's for me. That's why we're here. 
I often ask myself, am I having fun yet? You know, in whatever situation it is. And, and that helps me to start to uh, really look at what needs to happen so I can, can be having more fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what is the most mistaken idea about love the second time around, in your opinion? It's with the people that I work with. I'm discovering that it is about um, repeating what they had years ago. You know, um, there's this thing where I'm noticing that some of my ladies will say, "Well, you know, I have to have chemistry, and I have to have," and they're naming off these lists of things about the guy that would fit their 20-year-old self. And that chemistry is important. Um, don't get me wrong. But, you know, chemistry can develop in the most unlikely places. So in the beginning, when they are dating and they meet men and that are wonderful and share the same values and so on and so forth, but they don't feel any chemistry because he may be a little overweight or... He may be something that they would never have chosen as a 20-year-old. It, it depends on how he's treating her and how they get along together and how she starts to experience the relationship. And before long, she could actually say, oh, my God, when did he get so cute? Even though he does have a little tummy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, it's the chemistry though it's important like I said it can grow on a woman uh, and she can be surprised at what happens but all those other things have to be in place the values the the things that are important to her that she wants to have in common the experience the feeling that she wants to experience with this fella and in the beginning although the chemistry might not have appeared to be there, it can develop, and so she has everything. But it takes a, a bit sometimes. It does. It, it really does. And um, it, uh, yeah, that's true. Sometimes you fall in love with the person. I mean, you have to kind of look across the table, in my opinion, and, <laughs> and see if... Uh, you have some chemistry, wouldn't you agree? I mean, you can't yeah. just not look at its face and, oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, you don't want to, to to be in a place where you think, oh, my God, this could never happen. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is that sometimes it will sneak up on you. Uh, you. Have you ever been in a, in a place where you've seen a couple and she looks like, you know, a model and he looks like an, an ordinary guy who you wonder how they got together? Yes. Oh, all the time. Okay. And my theory is the way they got together is that he may not have always looked like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And over time, they have developed the relationship so that there is a chemistry that outsiders don't necessarily see. And he is so good to her that she would never dream of being with anybody else. He understands her, he gets her, and, you know, he, he, she has an experience with this particular man that she wouldn't have with any other guy. Mm-hmm. Even if you look like one of those supermodels, you know, on the, on the runways, 
she wouldn't have that kind of chemistry with this guy. So the outsiders are, are, are people who are looking on wondering, how did those two get together? But she knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows how they got together. She knows why she's with him. Mm-hmm. And that's all important. The rest of us become like the peanut gallery in that situation. <laughs> Sundays all too often. <laughs> yeah. It's like, shut up, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you just don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I was just thinking of a situation. What is the most frequently asked question from clients about the second time around? Where's my good man? Where is he? That's the most common question. And the answer to that question is, what do you want? What are you looking for? What do you want to experience? And once we get clear on that, then we can go to town and and, uh, meet and attract the guy. But the woman has to be clear first Mm -hmm. on her vision before we can do anything because she's the driver in the situation, right? And, and uh, she's not clear, then uh, we're just kind of like, um, what's that, like a gerbil on a wheel. <laughs> we, we don't have any real direction to go in. No, we don't. That's what I was saying before. You know, is, is there like some people, like for me at this time in my life, for example, I don't want a guy living with me, but I wouldn't mind having a partner. But right. he can have his house, I have my house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like my space at this juncture in my life. Right, right. And it's important to you. So, you know, the the fellow would need to have similar values. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. would have his own space so that he could be in it. And you can yes. decide when you would get together and where. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why that's, uh, I was, you know, that's what I'm saying, being clear on what you really want. Because as you get older, you get to know yourself. And you decide what you like and what you don't like. And so... Some people, it's amazing, though. I don't know about you, but my clients, some of them, they're like, they don't know what they want. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy in our society where, where women can be programmed to always think of the other people and mm-hmm. see them as most important. And so they haven't taken the time to do any little self-exploration to find out, well, that I want, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's helpful to have somebody say, look, sweetheart, we cannot move forward until you uh, know what your vision is. Right. Exercises and so forth. Exactly. Have. Yeah, like I said, for example, he has to have his house. I, have my, I mean, I don't want a long-distance relationship, but, hey, maybe someone to travel with and hang out with, but when we get on each other's nerve, you can go back to your house and stay there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I work from home, so it's not like, you know, so I'm just using an example of that yes. because some people don't understand that or get that. So Yeah. Uh, they don't. If you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what would that be? I would tell that younger self, don't worry, be happy. Just keep reaching for better feeling thoughts and keep moving in the direction that um, you want to go. Uh, it's all going to work out. Just okay. trust the process. I know. 
You know, it's amazing. I was thinking with this question when you're younger, you're like, I can't wait to get older. I can't wait to be 21 or I can't wait to be 30. And then it happens and you're like, I wish I was 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the grass is always greener somewhere else, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's so true. In your opinion, in your personal opinion, what is the key to happiness? And everybody has their own definition. What is yours? My definition is gratitude. It, that's the key to happiness. And happiness is just a state of peace and inner peace and harmony where my mind is quiet and I'm content. So when I'm focused on the things that I'm grateful for, and there's so much to be grateful for. And the people that I know and the love that I have and share with family and friends and, you know, and the beauty of our natural world, the animals, the, you know, well, we have a grand dog and that dog <laughs> is so amusing because she is just, she gets so crazy because her, her my daughter brings her over here when they go away on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. So she's accustomed to long hikes in the mountains and, and dog parks, and we don't do any of that stuff. She just hangs out on the back porch in the sun. And I look into those dark brown eyes, and she is on the verge of madness. She's <laughs> like saying, Nana, take me out someplace, you know. And I, and I really can't do that because she's too strong, and, and it's like, you know, it's, it's not good for my body. So she's looking at me, and the clarity is there. It's almost like telepathy that she would just love just to be taken on a run, you know, and she can't wait until her uh, mother comes back. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, 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 I'm so grateful for that dog, though, because she amuses me so much with this almost telepathic uh, communication that we do, and the grandchildren, you know, and my husband, and the daughters, and, oh, the people at church. And there's always something to love about everybody. So I just focus on what I'm grateful for, and if my mood is down, it, it, it comes up. Because people are great. They're just so amusing. They're so loving. And there's something to really enjoy about each and every person that I know. So I generally focus on that. And I yeah, the to. attitude of gratitude is something yeah. that lifts you off out of that mood. And uh, at least it does me. I learned that a long time ago. And it shifted yeah. my perception. That's kind of cool. It's, it's kind of cool. I, I don't know. I think... Uh, we're living in great times, and in uh, some ways, in other ways not. But you know, it's uh, I'm, I'd rather be this age than younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in some ways, in some ways, I'm, you know. Why do you? What do you enjoy when you're not helping people find love the second time around? I enjoy beauty. I I enjoy beautiful clothes and design and color and all of those things. I enjoy natural life, the the trees and plants and animals and just babies, all of those things, you know. So when I go shopping, it 
it's a constant entertainment for me to see all of these things of beauty and harmony around me. We live in a great area here in the Bay Area where, you know, it's um, springtime. So I call them uh, blue-green days where the sky is blue, there's no cloud, the green is fresh and bright, and I just love walking down the street enjoying that. I get lost in all that beauty. And even in downtown areas, you know, there's always some mother with two babies in a buggy. It, doesn't, it seems that there's not a single baby that a mother has these days. She usually has two. And, it, and she has them so organized, you know, in the buggy for two. And it amazes me, these buggies that are available for moms. We didn't have those when my children were small. And so um, just watching all of the development that is going on to support young mothers and walking down the street, seeing the lovers, it's just like it's a constant source of uh, joy for me. Uh, that's what I like to do, I, just walking amongst people. I love to people walk, people watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I, I generally do, and I l- enjoy reading, and I enjoy the beach. We have the beach only 45 minutes away so great walking paths over there mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that's where you'd find me in nature or where there are people so I can watch them do their oh. thing yeah yeah that's uh I live in Florida and I live near the coast and it's beautiful the beach is like seven minutes away I can drive oh My girlfriend seven minutes is, oh yeah Girlfriends and I will go. It's a small little area. It's not like um, I'm 45 minutes north of Clearwater, so um, it's called Hudson, and it's a small little hamlet, but it's really nice. And there's nice restaurants, and you can just hang out. It's not much of a beach, but it's by the water. It's yeah. still pretty. Yeah. And uh, I'm a Pisces, so I need the water. Oh, <laughs> I need yeah. to get watered. For sure. For sure. So it's it's. I love the water. It's uh, magnificent when you can be by it and just realize. It's just the ocean is so amazing, the waves when it comes in and out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what is the one piece of advice you would give someone who is starting the journey of love this second time around? I would say get a, an accountability partner because mm-hmm. that will help help a woman or a man focus on what it is that they want, to do some self-exploration, to stay on task and not get seduced away by whatever could tempt them away from what they said they wanted. You know, someone who can gently remind them what they said they wanted and how to line up their strategy to get that. Mm-hmm. And if should they change their mind, to be aware that they're changing their mind and not just be kind of taken off course unconsciously. Mm-hmm. So that they're always uh, in in uh, conscious about what they're doing. That's the important thing with an accountability partner. And you get to where you want to go faster if there's somebody gently holding your your toe to the flame, so to speak. <laughs> Do you? Um, how about people who are on the fence about finding love the second time around? What's your advice to them? I didn't hear the key word. What about? I'm people? sorry. 
what would be your advice to people who maybe are on the fence about finding love the second time around? Maybe they're hemming and hawing. Oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. What is your advice to them? My advice would be, um, which would you prefer? To be in love the second time around or just him in and hawing? And if you think that you want to be in love the second time around, get, get, let's get moving. Let's get on it. It takes some time, mm-hmm. so you want to get started as soon as possible. It makes me sad to think that people would be missing out on the joy of relationship and all that happiness and snuggling and all the lovely things that they could be enjoying because they're hemming and hawing, and they know deep in their soul that they really prefer to be in relationship. They just are a little afraid. Mm -hmm. I give you permission to seek the relationship that you wish. Everybody Mm -hmm. who's listening, you have my permission to have the relationship that you want. Yeah. Allow yourself happiness. You're a child of God. It's kind of, you're meant to be happy. Yes, it's your birthright. You came here Mm -hmm. to have fun. Let's get the, let's let's let the good times roll, as the people in New Orleans would say. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to wait next year for Mardi Gras to do that. You can just start where you are. (laughs) Exactly. It's true. It's so true. Start where you are. I have a friend of mine. She's a lovely lady, mid-50s, and she's on the fence, and she's like, Amy, should I, shouldn't I? I'm like, well, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> what do you want out of life? Um, you're a free spirit. I get that, but you can be in a relationship. Um, don't you want to be there, have someone be there for you, too? You know, I, I, it's just the, that kind of catch-22 with her. That's why I was asking that question. She popped in my head. Yes, yes. Well, she can give herself permission to have everything she wants. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been telling her that, but yeah. what do I know? I'm just a psychotic psychic as I, I joke around with people. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, how do you help women find love the second time around? Um, is that your greatest joy, you think, or your path right now, your greatest life purpose? I know we evolve on our path and purpose. Uh, Yes. You know, I help them. The how is I have seven principles that that when women are aware of them, they can personalize those seven principles to their own needs. And as a result, they have a strategy of how they're going to approach dating, how they're going to approach men, how they're going to approach relationships, how to take the relationship from first date to soulmate, And all of those are important because it gives a woman this radiant confidence that everything is going to turn out okay because she has a strategy that's been proven by 500 women and my own experience of over 40 years in the same relationship. And in the same relationship, you may wonder, well, what are you doing with second time around? Don't you know that a 40-year relationship is about second times around? Because it is never the same. It's always evolving. We evolve. Sometimes we evolve in different directions. And we have to decide if we're going to stay together and move in the same direction. And sometimes we don't move in the same directions. Well, how are we going to handle that? So it's a constant conversation, a constant dance. And the reasons that 
I love to share the experience of what that involves is it's it's like this similar process. If a woman has gone through more than one relationship, if we do some self-exploration, I have found that there's generally a point where she reaches in each relationship where there's this kind of a, a break-apart place. Hmm. And if she's decided that she wants to be in relationship with the same fellow for the rest of her life, then she needs to know how to navigate around, through, and beyond that break-apart place. And usually it involves some conversation, some kind of skill at negotiating the rocks of, you know, hitting like an impasse. Mm -hmm. So that's where my expertise comes in. I help people get what they want. I teach them the strategies of, of communication, of conversation, and to be clear about how to maneuver around any conflicts and so on and so forth. So that's what I do, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It, uh, there is that breaking point. Sometimes we just simply outgrow the partners that we're with. And um, I don't know, in my experience, you can negotiate all you want. <laughs> yeah. They're just staying on that couch and being a couch potato. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's a point, too, where you have to make it or break it. You're either going to grow or go, as a friend of mine used to say. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So that's good that, you know, you want to make sure that you negotiate and talk and communication. That's very important. And what is the name of your best-selling book? It's called Second Time Around, How to Date the Right Man Blueprint. And it is available, um, well, actually, it's available if you call me or if you send me an email, I'll send you the link. And you can you can go through the link and get it. Uh, it's um, it's a wonderful book. It, it it has the information of the seven principles. And Danny is the name of my ideal client. So people will get an idea of how she uh, maneuvered and used these seven principles. And it's it's a learning experience. It's like a case study of personalizing the seven principles so that you have your own strategy. Yes, it is about strategy. It's about getting out there and having a, being clear, having a plan, and figuring out how to ex- execute and implement that plan. And so. my email is patricia at datingdiamonds.com. Cool. Okay, and is there any final words of advice for people getting out there the second time around? The advice that I would offer is give yourself permission to have a good time, to be uh, aware of what it is that you really want to experience this time, and that there is a strategy that will allow you to get what you want faster than you could by yourself. And, you know, just go, go and have fun. And I would love to talk to you about any ideas that you might be interested in hearing about how I might help you this second time around. And, you know, we could have a great time. 
Exactly. Well, thank you very much, for Patricia, for coming on today and uh, sharing your expertise and knowledge. And uh, I hope people seek you out, and it sounds like you're on the right path yourself for yes. helping people over 40. Yes, I, I, I am on the right path. I'm, I'm over 40. I've seen and done a lot, so I can save, a, save you a lot of time and effort, believe me. <laughs> Experience is our best teacher, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and at that time that we could chat would be short. It's complimentary. It's a 15-minute uh, complimentary chat. And it's at, um, you could just give me a jingle at 650-877-2563. Okay, well, thank you very much, Patricia, for coming on. And this is Amy Toy with Angel Answers with Amy Toy, and may the angels carry you through to next week. Thank Take you. care. <laughs> 